0: Welcome to Him For Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is.
1: Your host, Suge Burry.
0: Hey
1: ladies, we are going to tell it like it is today. Have you ever come across something that was so wrong? You're like, we got to tell everybody what is going on. And I discovered that as my husband and I were traveling through Lake Placid and we we're on the top of the ski jump and Billy DeMung was up there and he shared with us some of the inequalities that are going on in women's Olympics. And I'm like, no, nah, that can't happen. That's not today. And he said, indeed, it is. We already did a part one with him as well. I really encourage you to go back to listen to that. But today we have in front of us women that are trailblazers. In the Olympics, for generations to come, they are elite athletes for the USA Nordic team, and today's show is called The Upcoming Generation of Olympic Female Athletes. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Shug. Thanks for having us. So uh, we've got Anna Hoffman. Anna, would you wave? Anna, we're on YouTube as well, so we know who you are. Paige Jones, would you wave as well? Both of those women are in women's ski jumping. And then we have Annika. Melisinski, I hope I said that correctly. Um, and she competes in the Nordic combined. And that's really get this where they are not allowing the women to compete in in the US uh, in, in the Olympics. So there is gender inequality and it is the last Olympic discipline. NORDA combined, yes, you heard me right, that women are still trying to gain a rightful position in the Olympics. Now, here's a little bit of history for you, friends. In 2014, one ski jumping event was added for women. 14. That just seems like yesterday. That just seems wrong that they finally introduced that. In 2017, USA held its first ever women's Nordic combined. Now, what is combined? Combined is where they go down the ski jump and then they also do cross-country uh, immediately thereafter. Uh, 2018 Women's Continental Cup is a step below the World Cup, but that's when it was introduced for the women. 2020 Youth Olympic featured a female event. And in December 2020, Tara Garrity Moats, I'm so proud of her, won the first ever Nordic Women's Combined World Cup But yet it's not the Olympics, friends. I mean, we are right there. We are almost there. I'm bringing this to you because I want you to do whatever you can, listeners, to help promote this sport so women have equality. I mean, can you imagine how these athletes feel when they work so hard and then they find out that the Olympics decided to slam it down and not allow them to compete? Um, There's a new generation coming up. And we need to walk alongside them and encourage them as much as possible. Uh, Billy DeMong highlighted to Peter Graves in an interview the fact that women's USA Nordic ski jumping went from 50 to now three, four, 500 youth are competing. And women's Nordic ski jumping is now the largest team for women. So what is that telling you, Olympics? Let's get this going and get it started. So, ladies, thank you so much for joining me. I'm just going to ask you questions. I want you to all jump in as we go along. Um, Tell us, uh, if you would, a little bit about yourself. Um, I can go first. Um, My name is Paige
2: Jones. I'm from Park City, Utah. I started ski jumping at age nine. I'm now 19 years old. I am on the um, women's national team for ski jumping,
1: and I'm currently attending school at the University of Utah. While your plate is full, thank you very much.
0: I can go next. I'm Anna Hoffman. Uh, I'm from Madison, Wisconsin. I'm 21 years old, and I started ski jumping when I was around two. Um, and I also am a student at University of Utah with Paige. And yeah, um, just pleasure to be on the show. <laughs> thank you.
3: Hi, I'm Annika Malasinski. Um, I'm 20 years old. I'm from Steamboat Springs, Colorado, and I started ski jumping when I was 16. Um, I'm currently taking classes through Colorado Mountain College. Um, So, yeah.
1: I don't know how you guys fit it all in. I mean, how long does it take you to um, practice every day? I mean, I, I know that as an Olympiad, potential Olympiad, you guys have a lot of training, a lot of work. What time of time do you have to put in for this? Um, so on the ski jumping side, uh, at least
0: I can speak upon, um, uh, we usually have one to two sessions a day of training, whether it's a workout in a gym or a session on the ski jump. Um, so on days where we only have one session, it's usually a two to three hour long workout or, um, two to three hours long ski jump. And then, um, you know, days where we have double sessions, we call them, uh, then it's just double that. And so we do Monday through Friday. And then on Saturdays, we usually ski jump. Um, so we're pretty packed full. Is
1: that pretty much the same for all of you? Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, I have a, a little bit different since Nordic Combine is two sports. Um, we're basically competing in two of our passions, but it is put into one game. So um, I definitely train about two times a day for six days a week. And that can vary from being in the gym, uh, doing an endurance workout, going for a hike, ski, um, anything endurance, and then also ski jumping.
1: And friends, I want you to know um, that she competed in the Nordic Combined and she participated in the first ever International Ski Federation Women's Nordic Combined World Cup competition. So we're almost we're getting there. And congratulations on that being that trailblazer uh, in your sport. Thank you. So, okay, uh, on the first show, we talked a little bit about inequality. I want to talk on this show about bringing up the next generation of women uh, and potentially uh, reaching the Olympics. You guys just had your training camp. Uh, How did you like the new and improved Lake Placid ski complex?
2: Well, I think it's great. (laughs) I've always loved jumping in Lake Placid even before they like renovated the hills, but now that they're Got an ice track on there, and the start gates are a lot bigger. It's really nice.
1: Do you all agree?
0: Yeah, the hill was so fun. Um, they re-profiled the hill a little bit to make it more modernized, and um, they really just hit the nail on on the top. And they really just did it um, perfectly. So um, the ski jump just feels like you're getting a nice hug when you're going out into the air. <laughs> hard to receive on a lot of ski jumps, but it was awesome.
1: I can't imagine what that feels like. I mean, I'm sure you guys feel like you're flying. How fast are you usually going by the time you hit the air? Um, So we can, it depends
0: on the size of hill. So on uh, large hills for women's ski jumping uh, in the world cup level, we usually compete at 92 kilometers per hour, or um, depending on wind, it changes. Um, And then on a 90 meter hill, which we were training on in Lake Placid, Uh, We usually compete anywhere from 86 kilometers per hour to 88. Um, And there's definitely room for um, shifts in depending on weather
1: and all those things. Now I know there's a difference between um, what do they call it? The big hill and the normal hill. What are you able to compete on?
2: So women for ski jumping. Now we have world cups that are both on the normal and large hill. Um, Last year was the first time that the women were allowed to compete on the Large Hill at World Championships. And um, this winter, um, I don't think it's confirmed yet, but hopefully women will have their first Large
1: Hill competition at a COC level. And so, why do you at think least... they don't allow you to, to do that? Do they think you're not strong enough? I mean, I don't understand why it can't be equal.
0: Um, well, um the uh, old arguments um, made by one person that, you know, he claimed that. Uh, it was unsafe for the women's uh, body. Um, Granted, I think that that isn't very, I think a lot of people disagree with that now, thankfully. Um, But I think it's because people don't think that our sport is developed enough yet, which is um, easy to dispute. uh, And what do you mean by developed enough? Um, By having enough competitors, enough competition, and then having the depth of competition. So the first place Person shouldn't be that off, far off from, let's say, the 30th place. There should be a good range of um, competitors, and your point difference shouldn't be extreme.
1: Mm-hmm. And how do they score when you guys are jumping? What I mean, are they So,
2: scores for jumping are based off both distance and style. So, um, there's points allotted for it, kind of depends on the hill, but for how far you go. And then um, there are uh, five judges who rank. Like um, your style based off of twenty points, and then you knock off that twenty points for every like mistake that you make, and then um, the highest score is not used, and the lowest score is not used. So overall, it's there's the three judges' scores, and
1: then your distance points. Mm. And um, and is it Annika or Annika? Am I saying that right? Annika. Annika. Okay, so let me ask you this question. I understand that after you jump. Your score in jumping dictates your cross country ski position. Could you share with us a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, so it's a bit interesting. Um, so let's say you had the best points, the best style, um, and you went the farthest. So you start out at zero, 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 zero. Um, and you're off first, and everyone behind, whether how many points you got deducted or your distance, um, it's calculated with the time that will be like um, basically the time will be deducted off of the start.
1: And then that will dictate where you, where you get to go and where your position is. Is that right? Yes. And um, you know, share with me um, if you would, what is the most exciting part of competing to you?
3: Um, I, it's amazing to compete with such a strong, um, women's field. Um, I have friends from a lot of different countries on different teams and, um, it's amazing to kind of show up all together and show what we have and, um, kind of show the world that, you know, women's Nordic combine is ready to be in the Olympics and ready to, you know, move on to bigger steps.
1: You know, I, I found it ironic, uh, and when you shared, you know, some of the reasons that you've heard uh, as to why women shouldn't be uh, jumping um, or doing both Nordic combined, uh, some of the things that I heard were maybe your inner parts are going to fall out, or maybe your women's bodies are too fragile, or perhaps they should just be at home. Uh, being a good wife and a good mother, because we have to remember, friends, in the U.S. of A., you know, God bless America. You know, our Constitution says that we all have equal rights. However, in other countries, that's not the case. And those are the people you're competing against. Um, What have you seen and what have you heard uh, in some of these other countries and their aspects about it?
0: Well, we like to say that ski jumping is kind of like an old boy sport. Um, and so you kind of have to be either in the club or you're out um, for a lot of countries. Uh, and I would argue that in the U S it was like that too. And um, you know, i I think that uh, it happens everywhere. Um, you know, I think there's issues regarding um, the differences between men and women in any country you go to, um, whether it's huge or small. Um, and so, yeah, I think that that, that's what I've noticed the most is that it's, yeah, you either have to be in the club or you're not really in it, you know, the
2: little boys
1: club.
0: Yeah. Paige, have you experienced
2: that as well? Yeah. I mean, um, it's like, by the time that I got into the sport, um, like women's jumping in the U S had made like quite a few strides. So like, um, I didn't hear about like, um, how do I explain this? Like, I didn't have anybody tell me, like, you probably shouldn't be ski jumping until I, like, actually went over to Europe. And I remember um, my coach telling me about some other coach on another country who was like, I don't think women even belong on the ski jump. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, it's been nice to, like, be in, like, the U.S. bubble where um, on, like, USA, Nordic, um, we're all equal, which is great. But, like, getting out into that international
1: competitive field has obviously been a bit different. hmm Annika,
3: have you experienced the same thing? Um, I kind of, like I said, I grew with the sport um, since I started so late. So definitely I haven't, you know, experienced that as much as some girls that started jumping um, younger. So, um, I mean, I hear it all the time. I hear stories, but uh, thank God it hasn't, you know, personally affected me yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You guys are blessed in that way. Um, So what opportunities, um, and support is available to help young girls. Let's say some moms are listening and their daughters are listening with them. Uh, what, how can they get started and what support is out there to help that next generation?
0: Well, I think uh, on the ski jumping side, USA Nordic has done an amazing job with recruit, recruiting and supporting young athletes. Uh, we have a great junior program, and it's led by so many uh, great people on our um, team. And um, I think that there's so much support. We have special clubs um, that are started and we have um, events and um, summer camps that we do. Um, We started this one uh, thing called Fly Girls, which was a summer camp uh, that was started, um, I think, in 2014, maybe, or maybe. I can't remember the exact year. And then that has now um, extended to the Fly Kids, which is both female and male um juniors that are able to go um to steamboat springs and to park city utah for a few weeks each and to train and uh, live together and really get like deep support and um directed stuff and we work with the national team as well we work with the, the juniors and and so we do that. Uh, additionally, uh there is an organization, Women's Ski Jumping USA, um, that we used to be a part of and so we used to be different and separate. But Women's Kingdom in USA, it does a great job to help um, fund and to pay out the differences between men and women's uh, pay. And so that's for later on when you're, you know, up in World Cup and doing those things. Uh, we get stipends and we get things like that
1: when uh, there's inequality. And friends, um, hopefully you listened to part one um, Billy was sharing, and then we stayed on with him after the radio show had ended. Unfortunately, we ran out of time. You can listen to that on our podcast once it goes up to podcast after radio, and you can hear him discuss what the dreams would be, the future dreams for financial support, for working with Congress. For really getting this solidified as a sport uh, so that people who are aspiring and working hard have that goal to know if I keep trying hard, my country is gonna support me in this. Uh, so I just find that really exhilarating and exciting. So um, and like I said, there's young ladies listening. Um, let's, I'd like to hear from each of you what words of wisdom would you have for the young girls who want to follow in your trailblazing footsteps?
0: Well, uh, I guess I can start. I would just say that it doesn't matter whether you're a male, a female, anywhere in between, um, anything like that. uh, You are welcome in ski jumping. And um, there's so many older athletes that are here to support you. And I also would like to say, too, that you need to do what you love, uh, regardless of what people are telling you, regardless of those things. Uh, And no one can take that away from you. Um, And if you need more support, there's always people you can ask for it um, as well. Uh, And so I'd say just do what you love and do it fearlessly and unapologetically.
1: Yes. Well said. I agree completely. Ladies. Uh, what would you say, Paige?
0: Going off of that,
2: just, you know, stick with what you love, do what you love and hard work is hard work, regardless of whether or not you're a female or a male, like, you know, um, I think, you know, hard work recognizes hard work and stick with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hang in there. Keep working. How about you? Um, I'd like to
3: encourage anyone to try something that they love to do. Um, You know, it was something super unexpected when I, you know, started ski jumping at 16. So I don't think there's ever a time where it's too late to get into it. Um, If you just like Anna and Paige said, if you love what you're doing, then just keep sticking with it and don't listen to other people try to tear you down. You know, you're your own person. And if you really want something, you can get it. Mm,
1: I love it. Now, if some of our friends are listening and they'd like you to come and be an inspirational speaker um, to their events or uh, their committees, et cetera, how can our listeners uh, locate you?
0: So we have a great website, usanordic.org. Um, and so you can email through there. Uh, I believe there might be a chat thing as well. Um, And so you can email there and reach some of our administrators and people there that can then, uh, in turn, reach out to us and give us the information. Uh, So there's a lot of information on that website, as well as learning about ski jumping and Nordic combined. Um, And so I highly recommend checking out that website.
1: Can you repeat it again? Yes, it's called usanordic.org usanordic.org, and we're going to have a link on our website, himforher.org. I want you guys to go there. I want you to click on it. It'll take you right there, as well as I'd like to be able to put a link on there for, what's it called, Fly Girls? Um, now it's called Fly Kids. And so, Fly Kids. Yeah, I think that
0: there might be a, a link or a page on uh, usanordic.org that also
1: explains what that uh, camp is. Yeah, that that sounds like a great opportunity. So um, if you could share with me, um, Annika, what changes would you like to see immediately to promote equality for the next generation in the Olympic sport? If you could just wave your magic wand, what would you like to see?
3: I mean, honestly, last year was extremely hard um, seeing the guys have Many more World Cups than we did. I mean, we had one World Cup, one World Championships, which was a huge step in the right direction. Um, But it's not quite what everyone was kind of looking for. It's hard to, you know, train your, put all those hours you're training and then only have two competitions to compete in. Um, So honestly, I would love to see, you know, more competitions throughout the years. Uh, Olympics is a big one Uh, we really need to push for it to be in the 2026 Milano Italy Olympics and um, honestly I would love to see you know more little girls um, you know coming on and trying ski jumping and seeing what they think of it and um, you know I just like Anna said before there are older athletes above um, you know the smaller kids. And I feel like we're all, you know, opening our arms wide. They can come ask us anything um, if they need support or, you know, they're going something through some, you know, mental, going through competitions or jumping. Um, I think it's, it's important to, you know,
1: have role models. Absolutely. Paige, if you could wave your wand, what would it be?
2: It would be three things. Um, same amount of competitions, same amount of prize money, and same amount of viewership. Viewership? Is that what you said? Viewers. Yeah. Um, one, of, one of the main reasons um, that like the committees justify giving us less prize money and less competitions is because they believe that people don't want to watch the women. So I think having people watch the women's competitions, show up to the women's competitions, and really show that they're interested and invested in the women's
1: competitions and the women's field, it would help a lot. That's excellent point. We, ladies, we all have a TV. You can turn it on. You can watch. They'll follow you. They'll see who's supporting it. And also, I want you guys to write, write to the Olympic Committee. Tell them you want to see this um, to be an equality issue as well. Uh, Anna, uh, could you share with me, if you would, please, how can our listeners watch the next competitions that are coming up? What are they going to be?
0: Um, so, we actually leave, um, a few of us leave to go to uh, Russia on Sunday. Um, so, over Thanksgiving, we compete in Nizhny Tagal uh, in Russia. And so, actually, if you go onto the USA Nordic website again, um, they post usually uh, each week um, a letter and showing you how to view these different competitions. Uh, additionally, you could sign up for a newsletter with USA Nordic and you'll get uh, a weekly. Email telling you how to watch each individual competition uh, on your own
1: laptop, television, anything. Um, and so that's how you can watch us and cheer us on. I love it. I love it. And we need to do that. Paige, how many women are actually on the team? Do you know? I think our national team is eight women. Eight women. And how many do they have in the men's? I don't know. Does anybody else know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I believe um, six right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I could be completely wrong. The numbers change, things like that change. But I believe six.
1: And I'm hoping that the men on our own USA team are supporting you guys in equality as well and speaking up for this fact. I think that's where a lot of it needs to come from. It needs to come from the men. They need to step forward and say, yes, this needs to be uh, equal. We need to talk about that in the the Olympics uh, because God bless America. We have a fabulous country. It is an amazing country. I've spoke in prisons around the whole entire world, Africa included. And every time I come back into the U.S. of A., I kiss the ground at the airport because I'm so thankful that we live in the United States of America. It's the best country there is. And friends, there's got to be a time when we decide that everything is going to be equal. And it should start today, especially in the Olympics. Ladies, we're going to be cheering you on. Thank you so much for coming on our show. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. Friends, I want you to look them up. I want you to go to the website. And I also want you to follow us at himforher.org. You can find us on YouTube as well. You can see these beautiful women's faces. Ladies, I personally am going to praying for your success. And I expect to see each and every one of you on the Olympic podium. This is Shug Burry. You know I love you. We'll out.